and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. There's a common saying, a common strategy that is used in business, it's used in war, it's used in many different aspects of life. And this strategy is called divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Even it's a strategy that we use when we're studying. Instead of studying everything at the same time, divide the things that you need to, to do in order to fully, really with, with, with all your heart, with all your mind, give focus to this one um, subject. And so this concept is used in everything. And it's really effective if we try it in any aspect of our life to divide certain things in our life in order to focus on them. But this concept, the devil uses as well. And he uses it from a very negative perspective, obviously. And I just want us to notice here how we got to this point in the story. Because the story, when it starts, seems like a very nice story. Then one who was brought to him was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him. So that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw. And the multitudes were amazed. You look at the, what was going on at this time, they just saw an amazing miracle. We sometimes go over these, we read these verses or we hear these verses, and we don't realize this is, this is if this happened today, like, this would be the biggest thing ever. A blind man to see and a mute person to be able to speak. This is incredible. And so everybody was amazed, like the Bible says. And everybody was excited. And everybody was believing in God because they just saw God heal this, these people. And so you look at the environment that has been established. It's a very positive, godly environment. But then what happens? The, the devil comes in. He comes in through the words of the Pharisees. And as the people were trying to figure out, like, could this be the son of David? Is, is this God? Like, what's going on here? And like, you could see that they're building in their faith. They're trying to take that next step in their faith. And then the devil comes in. And basically starts dividing the people. Starts dividing the people. Just whispers. Oh, only, I mean, only the exact words he says, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. There's no way this is God. This is, this is another devil reaching out and, 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 divide, and, and, uh, and doing this uh, Miracle. You see how negative that is. But all he needed to do was plant a seed. Plant a seed. I imagine people there at the time, some people believed, and some people were like, yeah, maybe, because who, who was saying it? It wasn't just a random stranger. It wasn't a beggar on the street. It was a Pharisee. These were the people of the law. These were the people that people looked up to for what? For, to understand, for the scripture, for understanding the law, to understand how to live according 
to the law, right? So this is important. This is important. When we, when we look at this, we have to see this whole, the whole picture. So now, like we said, division is used a lot in our practical days to divide and conquer our, our assignment. But the devil uses it, and he divides in order to also conquer us. To conquer us. And what, how does he do it? So the division, there's many different levels of division. The first one is division within the church. Division within the church. Many times when, when I go, for example, visit people or talk to people and ask them, you know, why haven't you been in church? And it's always something that they feel a negative thing towards a person in the church or people in the church. Yeah, I don't want to go. Last time I was there, so-and-so said this to me or so-and-so said this or, or so-and-so did this to me. Or, you know what, those people go, so they're hypocrites, I can't go. And so, or this person has a different mindset than me, or this person has, or, or doing this or doing this. The division within the church is really a scary aspect. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. Because division, the devil, in order to quote-unquote, defeat Christians, the best way is to divide. What better way than to divide the church? If he can get less people in the church, less people worshiping God, less people taking communion, guess what? He wins. It's sad to see, for example, when services are going on, certain uh, services or meetings or ministry, whatever you want to call them, that they start off so big and then the devil enters. And how does he enter? He enters through a problem between a couple of people. Because if it was a big, if it was a big thing, we would stop it. If it was a big thing, it would be easy to stop. But it usually is just like a whisper. Even in this story, they didn't say it out loud because it says, but Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them. So it's not as if there was an, a big announcement, but it was whispers. And that's how sometimes the devil gets into the church. Sometimes we look, even society is divided. And how is society divided? As we've talked about multiple, multiple times, morals and values, Christian values, are people have taken sides. Things that have no, there's no discussion about, people have discussed. And so this is how the devil divides. And so it's, it's very important for us as we notice these divisions, to call them out. To really acknowledge that there is certain divisions. Because I can't, we can't start healing, 
We can start fixing. We can start uniting without acknowledgement of the division. Like I can't fix a crack if I didn't know that there was a crack there. And so division for us requires us to first understand and see that there is this issue. One of the, 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 the most consistent type of division is division within ourselves. Division within ourselves. Today in the Catholic epistle, one of the verses that St. James used, he says, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. If I know what's good and I don't do this good, it's sin. There's always a constant battle between me and myself, right? We, 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 we talked about this before. This battle happens Sunday morning before we go to church. Sometimes the battle is between me and myself. Sometimes the battle is between me and my parents. Sometimes the battle is between me and my kids. Sometimes, whatever the battle is, there's a battle always happening. And the devil is the one whispering into our ear. Stay, stay home today. Look, it's, it's cloudy. Uh, stay home today. It's Halloween. You can't go to church on Halloween. Stay, stay home today. It's, it's been a long week. Let's start fresh. November, we'll start fresh. All this nonsense that the devil will whisper into our ear. But you know what's funny? If you heard a message, if there was a, like a statement that came out and said, you cannot go to church today, guess what we'd all want to do? All of us would want to go to church. What happened when, when the church closed for, for, because of COVID? Everybody was like, Abuna, we need to go to church. We have to, go. We have to figure our way to get to church, get to church. Okay, now church is open. So it's, it's a matter of that division is whispers, the devil whispers, and we can't stand the whispering. And we don't let the, we don't stop the whispering. We just say, okay, it's not loud enough. It's not loud. But guess what? It is effective. Another aspect of division is within a home, within a husband and wife within siblings, within parents and children. This division could start very, very small. Because what's, what's worse? What's worse? Having a termite problem, a termite problem, or, or like a big like animal problem, like, a cre like whatever. It's easy if you have like a rodent problem to get rid of it. But termites, you can't even see it. But what happens with termites? You leave them long enough, the structure of, of the building, the structure of the house, the structure of the home collapses. Because they don't make a big deal. They don't even make sound. They just, little by little, break the wood, break the, the, the structure of the house. And that's what our Lord teaches us as well. He says, be, 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 
be cautious of the little foxes. They're the ones that cause the issues. And so what, how do we protect from the division in our home? Because you know what? Society and the world around us encourages this type of division. Encourages this type of division. There's a, like for example, I just heard a story, forgot from who, who was sharing this, but somebody who was saying uh, that, that when they were getting married, or when they got married, somebody was whispering into the, the wife's ear, saying, okay, now that you're working here, you could be, you know, just take care of your own money. That's, this is your money, you take care of yourself. What does that cause? That little thing, it could be like, oh yeah, sure, what, like there's nothing harmful there. But that little sound, comes as a whisper, comes as a conversation, causes a division. The people are no longer one, they are two. And this is shown in this, their actions. And so this division is the scariest division. Society now encourages this division. Divorce rate now is above 50%. It's not below. So there is more of a chance that people be become separated than not. And that's very scary. Meaning we have to put guards up. We have to continue not to be passively united, but actively united. Meaning what? Meaning I have to work on it. We sometimes, if something is, is, is okay, we just leave it. Relationships, friendships require effort. Require effort. Division within friendships. This is very important too. To acknowledge that it's important to find friends that are like-minded. We're all here at church to partake of his body and blood, of our Lord's body and blood, to worship God, to connect to God. That's why we're here at church. If our friends are not here, I'm not talking about today. But if our friends are not here in general, then guess what? We have, a, we have different mindsets. That's why people ask, how do I know how to pick good friends? How do I know who to marry? How do I know who to be close to? Everything, the answer to all of those is I'm in Christ. So whoever is in Christ, that's the foundation. That's where I can start with. Whether it's friendship, whether it's for a, a serious relationship, marriage, whatever the case may be. It starts off with my foundation, which is Christ. So we talked about all these different types of divisions. But it's important to us to be united. So how are we united? We're united when we acknowledge Christ. We're united when we understand and we see Christ 
in everything that we do, in our life, in every aspect of our life. Once I see Christ in everything, once I, I, once I bring Christ into the discussion, once I live a godly life, then it will be easier for me to take those next steps. Finding, figuring out ways to be like-minded. That's why they say, for example, in when there's an issue between two people, and there's a mediator or a counselor or whoever, they try to find common ground. That's, that's how they start, find common ground. In order for us to, to, to get past the division, we have to find common ground, which is our foundation, which is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And lastly, to be truly active in, in unity, it has to be done in love. Without love, there is no unity. You know what ends up happening? Things that you always hear. Yeah, you know, I was friends with this person, but they're fake, so I don't want to hang out with them. Because love, like when there is, when, when there is no love, then things are fake. Then things are superficial. Then things are not clear. So I pray that as we continue going day by day to look into our friendships, look into our relationships, look into our homes, look into ourselves to unify our hearts, our minds, our relationships in Christ. And that we don't just leave it, that there is an active work that needs to be done. And glory be to God forever. Amen.